Welcome back to another episode of the Whatever Buddy Podcast. Episode 90 is here and we're ready to go. On today's episode, we talk about Corey Feldman. What does Ryan think? What does Johnny think? What does the world think? We shall find out. We're going to talk about Kiss. Kiss, 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 because we love to talk about Kiss, and there's a lot to talk about as the farewell tour has come to an end. And serial killers in L.A., true story. We're going to get to the bottom of it. So sit back, enjoy yourself a little bit of that mushroom tea, and relax, and enjoy the show. So with no further ado, Ryan and Johnny. a fucking while since I've been in this room. Dude, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 90. 9009 backwards, 90 forwards, episode 90. Yeah, good intro. Welcome back to the States, dude. Thanks, dude. I haven't been in this room. I came here today uh, yeah. and, it, and it, it was a weird feeling walking in here. I was like, wow, it's been a real long, like my life feels like it's like like I don't know. I came out the other end a different person. I don't know. I don't well, that's know that. very descriptive. I know you well, and I have no clue what that even means. <laughs> you know, it's like if somebody went. Now I'm not. I'm not comparing eleven weeks on the road to the Vietnam War or anything like that. But like like, like but if somebody goes to war and comes back, they're just different. You know, can't I come back. You find from. a better comparison to touring for two months than war three months but three months three months buddy it was not three months 11 weeks is you more left than two months mid-september and you came I back mid-september november i left not minimizing no, I, your effort i'm just saying sep- well you're just doing terrible math you said mid-september which is wrong it's september 6th to okay. november 22nd i thought it was september 17th no i'd already been like two weeks in the tour the first show was september 8th all right well welcome back after your three-month at war, Johnny. Uh, well, after, you know, like we want to get technical. Let's, you know, we'll just say 11 weeks from door to door. It's a fifth of the year. We talked about this. I was gone for a fifth it of the year. It is a long time. Days. It's definitely a long time. I'm not trying to minimize your efforts. I'm just trying to give you shit for exaggerating. Well, I'm Jewish. That's what we do. I wanted it to to go to 7-Eleven on Kawenga and Yucca a couple of days ago. I'm like, all right, I'm down the block. I'll go over there, right? It's not even there anymore. Seedy seedy part of town why would you even want to go there <laughs> it's it's hollywood it's not a, i mean it's just center of hollywood i yeah. was there hollywood's you know hollywood's gross, i knew that's man. where 7-eleven was oh it's so gross I've been, dude i've been going on walks you know first of all i'm back home for a little while for the holidays but before i got back this is like here, old school here i know we're old wiki wiki old school but i've been like doing walks and man i'll tell you what it's getting dark early so I'll go for a walk at like 3 o'clock, 3.30, whatever. It starts to get a little dusky walking around Hollywood, and uh, I make my way home, you know? It is dirty. Bleh. I'm on the mushrooms too, dude. They oh, and they aren't helping me. now. Look, the Ryan's an avid mushroom eater. <laughs> I, do the, I do the mushroom coffee. And you know what? It's fine. <laughs> well, you know, I... I, I don't know what's happened to you. Like, what do you mean? Mushrooms. Like, where are you going with this? What's next? Coke, heroin? Where, where, like, where is it headed? No, I'm drinking the mushroom coffee. 
mushroom coffee is in like the the the, the microdosing microdosing yeah kind like the just... microdosing mushroom coffee in like I hear all these uh, people talking about how it does good things for your like your gut health and it gives you focus and energy and you know what it's fine does it do anything it gives you a little bit of focus I suppose there's a little bit of focus it's uh. Uh, as we've as we've documented well in this podcast, I go back and forth with the caffeine. I can't do caffeine anymore. Not certain why, but it just like kind of gives me anxiety and makes me feel not good. So as far as comparing the mushroom coffee to the caffeine, it's better because it's way more mild. I guess I should start going to watch fish now. I don't eat cheese, but I, I like like one cheese product, and that is cheese crackers with peanut butter. Peanut butter cheese crackers. Cheese cracker. Oh, the orange ones? The little yeah, six pack? Yeah, right? those guys. So I bought yeah, those. Those are good. Like great, right? And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to these. Great. I'm like, wait a second. They're okay. We'll put them in the mushroom I coffee I got the wrong ones, of, bro. Fine. I got the wrong one. It says cheese and cheddar. I didn't realize that. I just saw the packaging and I thought it was cheese oh, and peanut butter. You want the and peanut I butter won't, ones, yeah. I, I won't eat the cheese and cheddar. That's going across the line into my cheese hood. No way. Yeah, bro. leave them there for Sunny. Sunny will eat them. Yeah, Shout out Sundog. Maybe not. Sundog. Yeah, so that, that, that's my pet peeve of this morning. Your pet peeve can't be a personal mistake. I'm going to make that a yeah, rule. No, no, no. My pet peeve is myself. Well, I mean, you've been my pet peeve many times, so I guess we share that in common. Those are delicious. If so you're not you watching, if you're this. listening, Johnny's holding up an, a, a meal replacement bar that I buy from Trader Joe's, and they are right. quite tasty. Let me tell you, they just started coming to the States about a year ago, a little less than a year ago. I got Give a shout out to our non-sponsor. Uh, Bear Bells. <laughs> Bar Barbell. Barbell. Bear Bells. No, it's, it says B-A-R-E. Oh, I thought it said Barbells. Bear Bells. That's a... Bear my bells. apologies. My apologies. Yeah, dick. So Those are good. The the ones I like the best are the caramel, the caramel, the yellow packaged ones. That's yeah, my those favorite are good, one. and there's one that is uh oh help me I've, out. It's like I've never had this that, one. There's a, there's like a salted, salted peanut. I was gonna buy yeah, that one. That those I got this one. The instead. salted it, that one that one that one's my favorite. The one you're holding is my favorite. Caramel cashew. Oh, I've never had it. It's my dude. Try my the try the uh, try the yellow one. It's it's caramel something. I have. And it's a uh, that's my second favorite. Yeah, they're great, dude. There's no sugar in these things. No added sugar. No added sugar. I don't buy any of that no sugar. these things taste bullshit. way too good they yeah. taste way. i don't even I want mean, to look at the ingredients i don't sure want there's no there's the, no quote i don't want sugar, to see but there's like, soy i don't want to see the word soy i don't want to see any of that shit. Yeah. i don't read all the fancy schmancy i gotta live in la and eat healthy crap they get tricky in the ingredients too because sugar has like i think it's 40 some different like terms natural or words, sugar's not words bad for, for you though right like sugar and fruits and shit like that well that's different that's different. That's not processed sugar. That's natural sugar. Do you and think there's processed sugar in this? I'm going to look. Uh, I can't look at that. I mean, yes. I think there's something in it because it tastes far too good to have no flavoring agent of some sugar persuasion going on in that scenario. That's my profesh opinion. And that's great segue, speaking yeah. of sugar persuasion, yeah. didn't into even, the topic of the week. Didn't okay? even think I was segueing. Your segue right into Corey Feldman, right in, you know. Oh yeah, you sent me a video of him. Well, but let's a... let's let's stop, stop, stop. We're gonna yeah. go back. We're gonna go back. Well, well, let's well, cover. Just... Let's do a full investigation. Okay, so 
I had mentioned this to you last week, and you, you got me thinking. You just presented me with a question. And that's a question I'll get to in one moment. But I sent you a video of Don't Corey mess up Feldman. my segue. Don't mess up my segue by taking too long to get to the point. No, no, no. I, I sent Ryan a video. I forget which fe riot fest in Ohio, I want to say it might have been, or somewhere out there, maybe okay. Wisconsin or something. Corey Feldman goes on stage, and everybody's probably heard about this. You know, he goes on stage, the tracks get messed up, the guitar player's gear ain't working, the guitar player's yelling at the DJ. The DJ is getting yelled at by Corey Feldman. He's humiliating. Corey Feldman is humiliating the whole band in front of all these people. He's and then all of a sudden- like Michael, Looking like well, Michael Jackson. Yeah. All of a sudden it starts and, he, and now he thinks he can dance like Michael Jackson. So then after this, I go on a deep dive. I send it to Ryan. Ryan and I talk briefly about it and he presents me with this question. He says- Because you're says, sending it to me going, did you see this train wreck? This is ridiculous. How is this guy even right. get booked on a festival? So right. on and so forth. You're not wrong. Right. So Ryan says, it's so bad. Do you think that this is his shtick? It can't not be. It can't well, so then I went on a deep dive, dude. This yeah. dude is beyond bad. Like it sucks. Yeah. It's it's really bad. Every idea is bad and stupid. That like I think you might have a valid point. So what do you think? Should we bring some up? Take a look at some of these like when he messes up lip syncing so bad because he's dancing and he doesn't care. Like obviously he wants people to know that he's lip syncing when he's got all the angel girls that you know that can't play their instruments up there with him. You know, maybe they could. I don't know. Maybe they played. It just I don't happens know. too it often. Just, if you go yeah. down the deep dive of the videos like you did, it's like one time you'll see him playing guitar and like the microphone pops him in the face. I've seen three or four videos of like the microphone popping him in the face. And then I've or seen, is he an idiot, you know, though? Maybe just, he's an idiot. Delusional but then, idiot. And then every time the tracks don't work and like there's one where... Uh, uh, <laughs> It might even be that Riot Festival one. I can't pull the video up because it'll get like the video gets us uh, flagged on YouTube, but we could talk about it. And if you're interested, you could look these up because they're very easy to find on YouTube. But there's one where like uh, there's a screen behind him and the tracks are messed up. I don't know why his computer would be controlling the screen, but you can see on the screen instead of like his his his. I guess logo or whatever the screen. I don't think it was for. Riot Fest because Riot Fest, you couldn't see anything on the screen because it was daytime. <laughs> you can see the computer and you can see the guy, like you see the mouse, like clicking around trying to get back on track. <laughs> it's so, crazy, dude. Like, I'm not I, just like we're talking about it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's part of it. It's got to be part of his shtick, dude. It's got to be. Maybe it it's not, not though, dude. Like, no, but think about it. Think about this guy. If nobody knows who Corey Feldman is, it's possible if you don't know who he is. He is an he, 80s child actor who was in all sorts of movies. He's Corey not Feldman. Not just an 80s child actor. He was like Corey, the 80s child actor. Well, him, he was one of the two Corys. There was Corey Feldman yeah. and Corey Haim. And those two guys were like in every, like, teen movie and then he was just like Booney, in a bunch of stuff lucas but stand by me all those yeah all of them and um he grew up with a lot of money with parents apparently who were fucked up he tried taking down every uh I, you know i guess he's had bad things happen to him as a child from older people in the entertainment industry all well, sorts wasn't of crazy he one of the stuff. ones uh raising the flag on michael jackson i don't know he put out like this be all tell all thing that he was supposed to live stream and then the night of the live stream his thing got hacked and it never was it never aired another technical error yeah it's like it's, it's like it's i thing, think this dude. though 
he he might just be a delusional idiot who thinks he's good. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between him and like say Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump knows he's lying. He knows he's lying about everything. Corey Feldman may truly believe he's good. I I don't believe you. I I, I just I'm, well, I'm sticking I'm sticking to the shtick. But why? Like you, how can you not see my side here? I mean, I'm not saying I don't see your side. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. I think Is it just more fun not to agree with it? Because it just seems like cut him off. You're like letting him off the hook. I'd rather think that he's a fucking complete lunatic than he than than letting him off the hook. I'm not letting him off the hook. I think he's potentially smarter than that would make him smart. For. Well, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that'd make him smart. Yeah, I think he's smarter than people give him credit for. I think you look at it and it's easy to laugh at. And <clears throat> look, dude, it's hard enough to get your band booked on a festival like that. Granted, his name helps, but people are not going to listen to his music. If you go to see Corey Feldman, you're not going to. You're see going him. to see Corey Feldman. He doesn't need to make. You're going a to see Corey Feldman, himself. and you're going to see what's going to happen next. Well, and you, you don't necessarily. Well, that's that now that that's the case after Riot Fest. That was probably like, listen, this is what we're going to do. It's Riot Fest. Yeah. yeah. I don't know them, but but I I like thinking like. You like thinking you people know, are going to listen to his music. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's going to listen to his music. I think they're going to just see a childhood actor in person. Like it, like Keanu Reeves right. when he goes out with his fucking right. band. People don't go to listen to right. the band's music; they go to see Keanu Reeves. I think it's the same concept. I'm not saying that yours isn't right, and he very well could be way smarter than anybody is giving him credit for. But I just think it's more fun to think that he's a fucking loose cannon about to just blow a gasket if he hasn't already. That just sounds like a more fun proposition. I'll keep saying it until it's pounded through. What's what are you more likely to go see that show for? his songs or what may happen. Yeah. But I don't think people know like all this stuff that happened. Riot Fest just, this thing happened while I was on the road. So that was like, like this, yeah. like this fall. So he's been doing this nutty shit for years, years. But I mean, okay. So that the, the Riot Festival is an extreme example of like tracks but I think failing. That's that, and like, I think that's the only time that his to, fucking crazy shit got the pop culture. But let's go on just a every single time basis. He's doing the dances and he's singing. He sings well enough to not be terrible, but bad enough to not be good. Holy crap. I'm going to try that again. He sings well, well enough to not be awful where you're like, I can't listen to this, but it's not I good. It, and it's just, yeah. it's right on that line of brilliantly hilarious. Yeah. I can't get over a, uh, here comes the comeback kid, like that whole fucking thing, and then like, like, like they come mess it up. Is it, it comeback kid or comeback king? Comeback kid, and then then it gets messed up, and he's trying to get the band to start doing it again. It's like, yeah, bro, like how humiliating is a hired guy to have to do that? You're singing right? a song. You better be paying called a lot. the comeback. You're singing a song called the comeback king, and you have to start it over. <laughs> yeah, it's the come. It's the comeback kid kid i think oh, so kid. then i thought it was king but Whatever. then then he like he's like real disrespectful to his band and and stops the show and humiliates the band in front of the entire huge crowd there so i would think that if that is his shtick why would anybody sign up for that as a hired guy who's that guy ain't yeah ain't fucking I mean, paying a lot i'm sure you know people thirsty how for much gigs would, dude how much would it cost you to play drums for him for him I, yo I I we're know. going on tour for a month with Corey feldman what's your day rate 
My day rate is thousand. Yeah, dude, no less. No less. Z- not a dollar less because you got to put oh, up no, with uh, that kind uh, of. Uh, you got to uh, put up with fi- embarrassment. Yeah, that's and embarrassing, a, and a really dude. Good, good per diem. It's embarrassment, dude. You're you could potentially be hurting your name. That's why I like I had yeah. to take a step yeah, back and be like, I don't know if I'd even do it because the reality no. of it is that that could hurt you more than help you. I would bet that it absolutely hurts you more than helps you. And Ride Fest is well, a we big know festival. Somebody, we know somebody who turned down that gig. Dude, Candace yeah. turned down a Corey Feldman gig. Did she really? That's funny. Yeah, you yeah, didn't know I that? I did not know that. Dude, when, when he did the whole thing how'd when he had get the off, white How'd angels. she get offered it? So Candace from Warner Drive got offered, what, guitar playing for her? Yeah, for yeah, him? but it was the yeah it was the whole time when it was like, it was him and like five girls dressed, dressed as, as angels. Angels. Yeah. All blondes. Five blonde girls. But she debated it. And then ultimately she came to the same conclusion we did. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hey, Candace, <laughs> shout out to making a smart decision. <laughs> but the only reason I, I found out about the, the Riot Fest thing is because I, I have a friend who is, is friends with the, the DJ. And uh, he's like, dude, you got to Your friend out. is friends with Corey Feldman's DJ? Yeah. Okay, this is interesting then. So your friend's friends with Corey Feldman's DJ... And that DJ told your friend about this event that could possibly yeah, because, debunk my cause, theory. Because uh, uh, he found out about it by seeing a post on her Facebook page about it. Your friend or Corey Feldman? Uh, how the fuck would I know if Corey Feldman found out everything? Valid point. I just got confused by your words. Your words confused. <laughs> my me. words are very confusing. They call me confusing. Yeah, per usual. Per usual. Right. Yeah, no. man. Yeah. So yeah. So it was it was a, a post on her Facebook page, and if you go, and then like, like I, I it was kind of crazy. I think like kind of like I I, I felt bad. I felt bad yeah. for what she was saying because she's like, I'm just out here trying to do this, and people are so mean, but then there's some support. And I don't know. That makes me feel bad for that person because like, no, the, dude, what he did on stage was like I would have walked off if he did that to me. I'd be like, fuck you, I quit. Right there. I saw it. It looked like he just said, start over. Did you see something different than I did? What did he it do? It was just the way he did it. It was so animated. It's like, you know when you're on stage? I've I've been guilty of this. Somebody fucks up. I fucking just sit there and be like, fucking. You know what I mean? The like, only it, way people know you made a mistake is if is you react somebody, to it. Is if right. you react and, to it. And that's what he did. Unless you like was fall so in your ass and like I did mic, in Sweden. People didn't yeah, even yeah. know that. I tripped. Yeah, that's, uh, our singer, that's amazing. Yeah, he tripped me up and I fell on my ass. And guess what? I kept playing. So your guy um, stayed on time and nobody knew the difference. So, so uh, <laughs> um, he, he not only was animated where everybody could see it, the microphone was on and you could hear him start oh, over. Shit. You yeah. know, so it's like. I did hear him say start over. Yeah. Nothing's working. Ironically, the microphone does. <laughs> but back to your theory. Now let me fucking switch sides on you. Because okay. I thought of this earlier and I didn't say this. I do think there's a noticeable difference between when you look at um, Kingdom Come stage wrecking at Sweden Rock and this Corey Feldman stage wrecking at Riot Fest. When you look at it in that context, just those two shows and those two train wrecks, I can Kingdom honestly Come say the band. What what uh, I I don't, don't remember. I remember you bringing this up one time, but what did they do? 
oh dude they fucking they they played sweeting rock and then uh the bass solo remember the crazy terrible bass solo the drummer they played bad though. they they, they, they just, no 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 the drummer started here and this thing as the song went it just kept dragging tempo. the drummer was like fucking hammered it was yeah. bad like we never talked yeah. about it here oh dude it's crazy but if you were to compare that train wreck with the train wreck, Corey Feldman's train wreck. One's mechanical error, one's human error. If you're a band that's not playing to tracks and you're under substance, so you're not playing well, that's just mechanical error. But if your tracks go down, like if, if, you're, if you're a band playing to tracks, like that time we played with Wasp and the, the festival asked them, can you add 20 minutes to your set or whatnot? And they physically couldn't do it because their tracks had a 45 minute set cut out. That's what you get. They can't improvise. They can't expand or, or whatever. I think it was longer than 45. I think it was an hour and 15. Yeah, which is crazy to me. But uh, also, going to call them, them out because they, they weren't nice they, to me. But, you know, they, were, they, they, they were supposed to play an hour and 15. They asked them to play an hour and a half. And they couldn't even do 15 extra minutes. That's like three songs if you wanted it. So yeah. humble brag, humble brag, we stepped up and played for two hours and like 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Way to make it about me, Ryan. Let me finish that thought, though. If you yeah. were to to watch them side by side, one looks like staged and one doesn't. One looks staged like they're planning the air. Saying, saying, going with your theory. That was where I was yeah. at before we got to talking about it. And yeah. then when I broke it down, I was like, the way he treated people, that doesn't seem right. And that doesn't seem like that would be part of the shtick. However, when you look at it, you know, I, I'm not saying that's what happened, that it's staged. I'm just saying that, it, you know, it's more believable your thing only because one is a true train wreck and the yeah. other one just looks like I it could have been let's here do this. he comes here the the comeback hit or whatever it is here it comes you know? know what i mean, yeah, I mean we're know. singing it here it's not, comes not catchy. the comeback kid you got to pay me more than a thousand dollars dude to do to do that because those guys had the acapella sing that intro would you do that gig? A hundred percent no. A hundred percent no. I've said this to you many, many times. I'll say it again for the people. I did a tour a couple years ago. I was on a bus, got paid well. Everyone was super nice to me, played good shows. And I couldn't wait to get home. I was just like, I don't want to be here. Was it because, it, was it the music? Was it the people? Was it the- No, the people were Not great. just wanting to tour? Maybe you just don't want to tour anymore. The people were great. They just weren't my like. They weren't my friends. You know, they were they were friends, but they weren't my they weren't my like people. And it was just real clear to me. I don't want to. I don't want to leave my house unless I'm with people that I want to be with. You know. I remember and again. Having... It was a good experience. It was it was a great experience. We played good shows. Got paid. It's on a bus. It was comfortable. People were nice to me. I just didn't want to do it. I understand exactly what you're talking about. Like. Uh... I'm friends with them now, but when I first joined Bullets and Octane, I only knew Gene. I didn't know mm -hmm. Felipe. I didn't know Zach. I didn't know uh, before Zach was Taylor. I didn't know Taylor, but they all yeah. became my friends over time. And Felipe and I, the very last show of the tour that we just did uh, was the 200th show Felipe and I have done together between Bullets and Octane and, and uh, Mercury Riot. So mm -hmm. that, that was pretty cool. Um, but I remember in August of 17, when I did my first tour with Bullets and Octane, it was directly after a Warner Drive tour, where I'd been touring with Warner Drive for years at this point, almost 10 years at this point. It was 17, so I guess we were at like eight years. I was touring with Warner Drive at this point. And uh, I was with Warner Drive the first two weeks of, of August of that year, 
in Europe and Water Drive went home and I stayed and Bullets and Octane came out and I continued another two weeks with them. And I just remember, I, I felt homesick to you guys because I, I didn't know these guys. Like, they essentially... It's a thing, dude. It's a thing. You're away from home and you want to be around people that you want to... I'm not saying I can't make friends. It's just different yeah. whenever you're like, like touring. Like, people think of touring is oh, vacay. Oh, you're going city to city and you're playing this and that. It's like touring's fun for an hour a day. What are you doing for the other 23? That's the reality of it, you know? And now I, you can, I heard, that's, uh, a, that's negative. You can make good of it. You can see cool things. You can make friends. You can do that stuff. But th the reality is that it's a lot easier when you're around people that you want to be around. I heard Frankie Benali on Rudy Sarzo's podcast a few years ago. God rest his soul. He's passed away since. Um, and th th he basically said, musicians don't get paid to play. Musicians get paid for everything that's in between playing. It's good. Point. You know what I mean? It, it's like the traveling and all that. The traveling, like, think about it, man. Like, how many it, days of your life have been spent sitting and moving from one place to another? How many days of your life? Just this year alone, what, 77? And probably more because I've, we've done some other stuff. No, but so, I mean, yeah. if you take if you take that 16 hour <laughs> flight and you take that two hour yeah. drive from A to B and then you take the 16 hour flight back and then you do it over year after year after year. How many years of your life have been sitting with a seatbelt on? <laughs> God, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. <laughs> Dude, when we started this tour, we left September 6th. We arrived in Europe on September 7th. We picked up a motorhome, picked up all the gear and then got in the motorhome and drove 16 hours straight through the night to the very first gig, got to the first gig, 2.30, one half hour before loading. You know, that night, that that, that show's actually online, and uh, you can just see how tired we are. It's not that we suck. We play really well. But, like, the our energy level is, like, just, like... And I remember mm. after that show, I, I I was, like, really dead to the world. It was really weird. I jet lag, everything. It was just... Yeah. It was all brutal. Anyway, traveling's yeah, anyway. rough. It, it is. You know, I tell people all the time, they're like, man, you're going to all these cities. How cool? I'm like, listen, the reality of it is this. I see the venue and whatever bar or coffee shop is close to the venue. And that is it. Mm -hmm. That is what I see of a city. And I go there and I get a coffee in my track pants. Because exactly. I'm an athlete. Like, like the ones I'm wearing now. Because I'm an athlete. Did you hear about, uh, hey, buddy, did you hear about Avatar Kiss? I did. They presented it at the so very cool. last show. So cool. I don't get what it is, though. What is it, though? Like so, Kiss's end of the road tour concluded on Saturday, December third. I got the pay per view or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I, I saw. It. I saw. I saw a post. You were like, like standing in front yeah. of your TV or something. Yeah, it's the greatest. Figure the greatest ever. Do it, dude. I don't I know how you can still be this like this hard of a Kiss fan all these years later. I'll tell you why. It was their last show. I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl November 2nd, and then this was their last show live streamed from Madison Square Garden. And it brought back every last bit of nostalgia from me learning to play guitar when I was a kid, putting in Kiss CDs, learning to play guitar. It brought all that back. And I heard from a reliable source, and I'm not going to say it, but uh, the whole, remember a couple years back when it was like Kiss is going to replace their members so they can keep touring? Yeah. Apparently that was 100% accurate. That was going to happen. And then uh, the pandemic happened and it put their, or I, I, whatever the sequence of events, I'm not sure. There was some video that popped up of them uh, lip syncing. And 
they made the decision, okay, we're going to do a farewell tour. This is the final tour and we're going to go out and it's done. And then you're thinking it's done. And then at the very end, you know, if you've ever seen Kiss, they, uh, when they're done, they do rock and roll all night. They're done. Explosions go away and they play God gave rock and roll to you. And it's like on the screen, it says like, thank you. Kiss loves you, Los Angeles or whatever. Well, so on the final show, that part of the show, they start God gave rock and roll to you. And it's like this video with all the avatars. And it's really cool, dude. Like, look, I'm not in I, I, AI scares me. Up? I don't Can like I it. Can I see it? No, because we'll get, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of it. Yeah, give me one second. Um, AI scares me. I don't like it, but like, I love it for this because AI is not writing songs for Kiss. AI is making their songs cool. You know what I mean? I, I was talking to some dude the other day who worked at a think tank for AI, for, 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 uh, I guess, internet shit or, or whatever that you call that technology. And, mm -hmm. uh, he said, everyone's freaking out over this AI thing. He's like, he's like, the technology isn't as good as everybody thinks. I'm like, yeah, yeah what about Spotify it, writing ten, songs? Give he's it ten, like, give it 10 well, years, that's give it 50 said. years, give well, it 100 well, years. Well, that's what oh, he said, 2035, it might be a different story. But, yeah. yeah. We're going to, humans are going to wipe themselves destroy off ourselves. the planet. Yeah, we're going to yeah. destroy ourselves. But that's a tangent. Here's AI Kiss. It, it, it kind of looks like the, the cover band. Well, no. So like what they did, dude, what they did, it's really cool. Like they, they put the, uh, the you know, like in the video games where I'm going to stop this share. Hang on. You know, like in the video games, uh, like the sports video games, they put the, the sensor, the, the electronic sensors on, like say Tiger Woods and they get his swing. So like yeah. when you're playing yeah. golf, it looks like Tiger Woods swinging or like Madden looks like, uh, whoever, uh, give me a football player. I can't think of any of them. I got it. I know. TJ Watt looks here. like him, you know? Yeah. Um, so they did that and it made the actual members of Kiss like look pretty real, except in the video, like look it up on your end. It's really cool. Like they're actually in shape. Like Gene Simmons has these big bat wings and everything, which he does in his character, but he's 70 some year old guy. He doesn't move like he did when he was 20. So now there are these characters that can like fly on dragons and literally blow things up and there's like so are they gonna tour with this shit what, what's gonna happen what's what is, so what's happening with kiss i haven't read that i haven't read that i don't know like yeah is, is it gonna be like you go to the movie theater and see like a kiss concert or something i don't know or do you or go whatever. to do you go to do you go to an arena and and yeah. see like just these like yeah. uh, holograms and shit because you know? like the whole the whole, like i said i got the whole nostalgia like a hundred percent kicking in watching the end of the show. The show's coming to an end and I'm starting to get sad. And I'm like, I, I had a copy of their set list. I knew what the set list was going to be. And it's like, plus I've seen them enough times that I know like there's, you know, two songs left or whatever. And I'm getting sad. And then at the very end they go, uh, this is just the beginning and, it, and, and their faces pop up and it says a new era begins. And it's like, yeah, dude, my favorite band's continuing. Maybe I'm too excited, yeah, I but mean, I did. I, mean, just, I brought my kiss. Just, I brought my kiss thermos to the podcast today, just because I've been in that world. You just bought into the kiss video game, bro. I totally bought into it. I I bought into, uh, dude. I bought into it for how many years now? Gene keeps fucking getting you for the money. Yep. Gene sitting back yep. enjoying a nice cappuccino yep. off of that little. Hey, Gene, take that. my money. <laughs> did they play any songs without the makeup? And when Paul. No. When it was the original lineup back they together, did they play? No. They do anything? So there, I saw a picture like Ace Freely and Peter Chris posted the uh, Saturday morning of like them standing in New York City, and like it was like, oh, they're they're going to be at the show. It's like, oh, they're going to come up and play. No, Kiss did a Kiss show, and I did have they show feeling, up and 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 watch? 
They had to be there. They didn't show them though. They didn't have any of that. They were off. I wonder why they did. I, I can understand Peter not bringing them up no. on stage. I can. No, 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 I can understand not, not bringing them up on it's not stage. Not them. Not them. Gene. Gene and Gene reached out to them multiple times. They. The two of them said no. Interesting. But yeah. I would venture to say that. Gene How do you Paul, know that though? How do, uh, did, did I read an was, article? I just read an article yeah. and uh, uh, that was an interview with Gene Simmons. I think um, those guys are really good at the the back and forth. Just to keep I think engaged, so too, but you know, but to be honest with you, it's back to the Corey I Feldman th thing. Is it shtick? Were they doing that to troll no, people so people this, will be interested? Hundred percent. This isn't this. Well, I don't think it's a shtick. I think what happened was there's two sides of this story, and that is uh, Gene and Paul kept the band alive while Ace and Peter took settlements and and relinquished their ownerships and Kiss. Then they did the reunion tour and they agreed to different stuff or they agreed to terms. Peter learns halfway through the reunion tour that Ace is making more money than him. That causes the first of many rifts to come. Hmm. The reunion Who from cares? 96. You're making millions, you dummy. Well, well it, to be honest, I, I saw, I broke that down. I read about that too. I guess uh, it's on the reunion, the, reu the reunion tour, um, I, I did the math on this like two days ago. The reunion tour. Ace made seven and a half million dollars, and and um, uh, Peter made five point one million dollars. Now, just you got to put uh, inflation in that. This is nineteen ninety six, and, and the, uh, I couldn't get exact quotes on that, but the tour, the tour generated over one hundred and fifty million dollars. So they were just employees. They were just paid employees. They were, and I broke it down per show. Uh, Ace was making fifty thousand per show, and and uh, um, Peter it's was kind of not a lot. $50,000 per show. Now we're talking greed money. Okay, I understand that the two dudes are making a lot of fucking money and that Ace and Peter, I see both sides of this one. Now, this I'm not is saying a, like, it's not a lot of money, Johnny. I'm saying look at that tour. It's not a lot of money for that tour per show. Would you have gotten up and paid played for $50,000 a night? Absolutely, but the point what is I'm not a founding member of KISS. I'm not a founding member of KISS. Okay, but you also quit or got fired and signed off your rights to KISS 10 years prior. They signed off their rights prior to the reunion tour? When they both left the band, they, they took settlements and signed over their rights to the yeah. band. And then... That's a tricky like, one. Dude, listen, and, you know, coming I, from the fucking... I, coming from the business standpoint, let me just say, Gene and Paul kept the brand alive for the 15 yes. years in between. Yes. However... Devil's Advocate, I, you're not wrong. I don't disagree with you, but Devil's Advocate, okay. we were talking about this the other day. They, they did the makeup thing until the makeup thing didn't work for them anymore. They took the makeup off. They ran with that until it didn't work for them anymore. Then the grunge era came and they tried a grunge album. People were like, hell no. So they had to put the makeup back on if they were going to continue. Was that so the album after argue, Revenge? Yeah, Carnival, Carnival of Souls. Or Souls. Carnival of Souls. It was, it was a fun album, whatever, but they, it's not a kiss. It doesn't sound like kiss. They had to put the makeup back on. And I would argue that at that point, those two guys, Ace and Peter, had leverage. Maybe they used leverage to get $50,000 a show. I don't know. But like that was their- I don't know. Did you ever see Second Coming documentary? Yeah. Okay. Peter could hardly play. Yeah. Peter could hardly yeah. play when they started. And let yeah, me they say, both. Remember, remember, Tommy Thayer remember had when to the, teach Ace's solos. Do you remember That's the, the uh, unplugged that they, that they did where they first joined them? Uh, on MTV it was on a Halloween, Halloween yeah. 2005, uh, 1995 Halloween. P 
Peter and Ace joined Kiss for the first time since they broke up or separated their ways. Uh, we got some members the, of the family here tonight. We're not talking about mom and dad. We're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. Peter, Chris, and Ace Fraley. You do a That's really good. You do. You do a good false Stanley. Dude, uh, so I was so obsessed listen, with that band. The very next day after that aired, I went to Allentown, Pennsylvania, to a place called Crocodile Rock, and I saw the Ace Freely Band with the Peter Chris Band opening. Mm -hmm. The very day after that aired on MTV, The Unplugged, Peter Chris could not play, bro. I remember yeah. thinking like, wow, how is this guy the drummer of Kiss? Because I was a huge, that was my hardcore Kiss face. Right when yeah. the reunion tour happened was like my biggest Kiss face that I had in my life. That the the couple of years before that and a couple of years after that, and then like, well, if you look at if you look at you Kiss, know, if you look at post Peter Chris Kiss, they're a harder band. They have better drummers. Revenge Eric is like Car the best record Eric they Car ever made in my opinion. Eric Carr was a monster. <laughs> Eric Singer, current Kiss drummer, is a monster. Eric Eric Singer is the best one they've had of all of them. Yeah. My opinion. And the avatars look like Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer. They don't look like they, I was going to say, well, that's it, what I was going to say. Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer looked look like legit. And the Peter's Paul Stanley and, and Gene Simmons, they don't look like Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons as much as Thayer. Gene looks and, a little bit Singer. like Gene. Paul doesn't look, I thought Paul doesn't look like Paul in those avatars. They, they, they made Gene look like the fat Gene that he is today as opposed to like the, the little bit less fat Gene that he was younger. Uh, when you look at the videos, though, his body is skinny Gene. <laughs> it is. He's always had a round face, I guess. Yeah. 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 But Paul doesn't look like Paul. Yeah. Well, did you hear there was a serial killer in L.A. last week? There's a serial killer in L.A. last week. They caught him, though. Couple of thoughts. Nah, number one, not surprised. Number two, no. Oh, well, I guess number one, no, I didn't hear that. Number two, not surprised. They caught him. Where'd they catch him at? Beverly Hills. And what kind of, uh, what was he doing? He killed four people in four days. Three random same, homeless like, people. All the three same random way. Home, yeah, with the same gun. Um, three random homeless people, and then one guy he just randomly followed home, fucking killed him in his garage when he parked his car. Jeez. They found him because of surveillance video. It's not like the Night Stalker would have never gotten away with what he got away with if we had today's technology. Yeah, there's cameras everywhere now. <laughs> but they, they it, we, the guy was driving like a... Uh, a BMW uh, like four series and um, it got caught on camera and he was driving through Beverly Hills and the automatic tag ID'd it and the Beverly Hills police pulled him over found the gun Jeez. in his car that's terrifying dude you know how many yeah. uh, let's be honest also way to end the podcast on a dark note I'll, I'll indulge you for a minute though like think of your daily interactions with people you've come across someone that's killed someone can't not can't not have right i mean how many times do you think we've played a show and someone in the audience has a weapon on them anytime we played in phoenix you know so they caught this guy within a week after him doing all these killings and the good thing is it could have terrified the whole city yeah you know but here's another thing and we'll wrap it on this wrap your mind around this one how many serial killers are in this city that we don't hear about and how many, uh, I'm trying to think of something clever to follow that up with. How many are going to be inspired by this recent current event? Uh, this guy got caught so fast. I think anybody with a yeah. fucking, 
A serial killer is going to be a smart guy. Obviously, this guy wasn't a smart guy. He like wanted to get well, caught I, or So I know we're uh, let's wrap this podcast up on this fantastically uh, negative note. But what uh, determine what qualifies as a serial killer? Because it sounds like this guy just shot four people. And I'm not saying that uh, I feel he, bad. for They all people, died. But, all four people died. But don't serial killers usually have like an mo? No, Night Stalker had no mo. He was stealing. Well, I guess that's the mo. But no, they don't. Ted Bundy. They don't have like a pattern. Well, this guy's pattern there for a second was he killed three homeless, random homeless in three different parts of town. Yeah. That's, I think, probably what does it, is when they get one or more, more than one murder, it's maybe it's, it's, it's either done the same way, like, you know, they, you know, in Manson's case, they painted the wall or uh, in Ted Bundy, I, I don't know, sometimes they leave notes, like, a, was it Son of Sam used to write notes to the... Who was it? Uh, who was the guy who used to write notes to the newspaper? Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer used to write notes to the, the newspaper. You know, Son of Sam got busted because he fucking got a parking ticket at one of the murders. You know, like that has nothing it's to do with what I was talking morbidly about. Morbidly fascinating. It's so crazy how fascinating, like, crime. Well, there's is. a reason why there's all these documentaries and shit on yeah. Netflix all of a sudden of all these serial killers. Because the, it is kind of fascinating. Them. But but you got to be smart, though, dude, to be able to elude police, lead them on just enough to get your rocks off, and then stay away from the police and when they get caught they usually want to get caught yeah inevitably they, they want to get know? caught yeah they want to get right caught. i didn't know ted bundy escaped twice and the second time that he escaped that he fucking was out for six months and almost could have been out for a long time but a lot of these guys like you know they, they start to get cocky and shit they they just caught a guy in long island uh they something beach killer uh there's a documentary on him and he, he uh one girl went missing. They found this one girl in one spot, but where they found this one girl, they dug around that spot and found like 10 other bodies, bones yeah. from other bodies. And that Dude. they linked it to some guy you would never think his family was like fucking blown away by it. Like he was like a, a doctor or a lawyer. He was a lawyer and he, he like just flew under the radar. And the way they caught him was some random thing where like technology, maybe the cases were old and the DNA somehow linked them. And then they, they, they somehow got a, a hit on, on somebody and they, they needed his DNA. So then they waited for him to get done lunch and he, he always ate at the same restaurant and they this pizza place in New York, he always ate at near his office and he did this on Long Island, the killings. So then they waited for him to throw his trash away after he ate lunch and they took his trash, mm -hmm. they got the DNA off his trash. Got when the they arrested DNA. him, they arrested him like 10 years after he did most of the murders. The old, and like the uh, slip and tackle. The slip and tackle, they, they, he didn't even see it coming. When they got busted, he didn't even know he was even on the radar. Well, buddy, I'm sure there's a uh, I'm sure there's a crime scene documentary or podcast or whatever on that stuff. So are we are we a crime doc podcast no, now? But we maybe maybe we should do some like uh, investigative journalism. We investigative start, journalism. We we could solve cases ourselves. Whatever, buddy. Cool. Podcast goes. Maybe at episode one hundred, we'll fucking switch the whole like format to switch investigative the whole format crime. To investigative crime. We're only 10 Starting. episodes from fucking, uh, from 100, bro. Well, we're one closer now, bud. Good job. Good job. On that, welcome back on that to note, the States. Yeah. Thank you. And wel welcome back to Pittsburgh. You seem to keep ending up there. We just keep, we keep doing this. Keep missing. With, with one of these days we'll be in here. Johnny and Ryan just do this with airplanes. We wave while we we're flying by. Yep. Yep. It's like, it's on like, that note. Wow. With that being said, everybody, thank you for joining us here on The Happy Ending, episode 90 of the Whatever Buddy podcast. Uh, listen, if you like Kiss, so does Ryan. 
Uh, if you mm-hmm. like Corey Feldman, um, well, well, you might be on your own with that one. And if you like serial killers and that kind of stuff, well, so do Ryan and I. With that being said, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Whatever Buddy Podcast. Have a great week. Make sure you like, subscribe, and report, and we will see you next yeah. time. Don't include me in that shit, dude. See ya. <laughs>